0: Previously on The Crown, Prince Philip departed for his commonwealth tour with his boy Mike. But right before he left, Queen Elizabeth found a photo of a certain ballerina in his luggage. So uh, he's going to have some explaining to do there. Also, Anthony Eden was getting in a little too deep over in Egypt. And President Nasser was not a fan and things are not looking good there. So, what's going to happen this week on The Crown? Season 2, Episode 2? Let's find out on the Lords of Grantham Podcast.
1: Out in the street.
0: we're back again, back in this Crown drama.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff to, to catch people up on since the last time we talked, uh, both Downton and Crown news.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know the Downton news. What's the, what's the Crown news?
1: Well, it, it kind of dropped right after we finished recording last week, so it's kind of in the recesses of our memory, but they confirmed that there will be a sixth season of the Crown now.
0: Wow. Because remember when we started this? <laughs> you seemed this? thrilled. <laughs> we, when we started this, they said four was going to be it,
1: right? No, they said uh, five. They They'd originally planned for six, but then they went to five. Uh, the creator cited that he was too stressed and exhausted to do it, but I guess quarantine has given him the length of time he needed to write a sixth season.
0: Oh, because he really has to dig deep to be creative writing this show. <laughs>
1: I guess so, you know? <laughs> But he, uh, he he says he fa- he figured out a way to make it all conclude uh, in like a satisfying way. So it's like, all right, you have a better way to end Queen Elizabeth's life than she does herself. Maybe who knows?
0: Oh boy, geez, that's <laughs> it's that's a little grim.
1: Go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: so maybe it'll go all the way up to COVID. Who knows? Her, her future's unwritten. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at, what, at what point can they just slot the movie, the Queen, in? It?
1: I think actually, well according to what he said it's going to end around the early 2000s so i think it's going to overlap with the queen because that's what 97 with the uh, princess diana
0: yeah yeah and full
1: clarity to our listeners dave and i and a friend of ours went and saw the queen back in 2006 different time for movie going back then <laughs> uh, how, how do you mean well so ron tomatoes was like a recent thing where it's like well if something gets good reviews on there it's got to be great and then the queen had like a ninety-eight percent or something like that. It's like, well, I guess we got to go see this movie. It's supposed to be the best thing ever. And we walked into it, saw it, and then we just walked out and said, "Yep." Yeah, <laughs> and that was that. I mean,
0: that's I don't re- remember much about it. Is it Martin? Is it, who's Tony Martin, Blair? Is that Martin Freeman?
1: Mar- uh, Martin Sheen. Oh,
0: Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of deer imagery in that movie. I recall.
0: Yeah, that's that's. I mean, maybe we'll have to watch it for this show
1: but I remember yeah. that's like being the first time where it's like maybe I shouldn't take these Rotten Tomatoes like 90% score is like exactly as they say it doesn't yeah, mean that was, for me. It was
0: definitely a moment of clarity as a, as a young person. Like there's a thing called target audiences. And right now I am not in that target audience, but 15 <laughs> but years again, later he, we, we are, we, are yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. we aged into it. <laughs> um, and the
0: other, what's the other news down Abbey*, right?
1: Yeah, indeed. Uh, it is on Peacock right now, so yeah. you can watch *Downton Abbey* as you always intended, with advertising breaks.
0: <laughs> so is, I thought Peacock was a subscription service.
1: They have, they have tiers, so for five dollars you can get it with ads, and then ten dollars without ads.
0: I mean, I guess I would be curious to see where in a *Downton Abbey*, Downton Abbey episode they put an ad.
1: Yeah, it was the same as well. I, I don't know if someone's you know stringently watched every episode and decided where to put them in. I can only imagine they're awkwardly placed, so I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, you know what? I would give one episode a shot with the ads, just to just to see the feel.
1: Yeah, I feel like you could you could get away with one maybe before or after the credits or something like that. Maybe after the credits.
0: Yeah, maybe it's like Hulu. Maybe they just stack them in the front.
1: No, I, I checked actually. I did some cursory reviews, and they have about five ad breaks in the middle of an episode. So wow, that's. Uh, that's a 45-minute episode. Breaks. Yeah, it's a full hour. So imagine a 90-minute episode of Down Abbey with ad breaks. That's two hours.
0: <laughs> well, thank God I've seen the show all the way through twice yeah. and change. Right.
1: And if you just can't get enough Down Abbey and you, you have access to Peacock, well, uh, apparently uh, Jessica Brown Finley is in the, the Brave New World adaptation that's on there. So if you want to oh, see Lady Sybil, okay. she's working. She's got work.
0: That's. I mean, she kind of went off the radar for a little bit. Before, A what, Harlots?
1: Yeah, that Hulu show, which is supposed to be pretty decent, I think, from, according to reviews. Don't know if we're in the target audience for that one. I'm not, I'm not sure.
0: Well, I mean, we're learning we're, we're not the target audience for what, what we cover on this show, or the Queen. We, we've, gotten, we've gotten better.
1: <laughs> um, I think the last piece of news, though, to cover, Dave, is uh,
0: the merch is out there, man. The, mer- the merch is out there, and the merch is moving. I, I mean, we... The problem with using a partner like Tee Public, and, and I, I'd say partner as if we have any creative relationship, it's a, you you host your designs through there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of graphic designers and artists use there, and then some podcasts and some forms of entertainment. But we, we don't know who's ordering and we can't get a history. We just know that people are ordering. So people are getting the merch. And what are they buying, Dave? What exactly are they getting? We're selling, we're selling a little of everything. A couple of okay. t-shirts. Couple, I sold a magnet, some face masks for all the people trying to keep safe from COVID.
1: <laughs> what better way to show your loyalty to us and say no to uh, not wearing masks? You know, that's a double negative. Say yes adds, to wearing yes. masks. Yes. <laughs> what better way to say yes to wearing masks? I don't know why I didn't go that way to begin with. Um, well, thanks, listeners, or yeah, whoever keep, is out there buying.
0: You know, I think... I I smell some kind of giveaway coming in the future from the Lords of Grantham, and I will say this: if you get merch, take some pictures, take some selfies, and post them on social media so we can see them. We won't share we won't share them and, and spread them, but let us know that you're supporting the cause and the the is us.
1: Yeah, and, and please don't take photos of you burning the merch. That 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 would not be well. Look, uh, if you've paid welcome. for the merch, you're free to do do with it whatever you want. <laughs> so if you want to burn our logo and everything, have at it.
0: Yeah, that's that's fine. Thank you for and thank you for buying it. And that the link is on all of our social media. So it's not it's not tweet. exactly
1: copyable on Instagram. So if you if you can't find it on there or can't quick click, click it on there and you just want to click it instead of copying it, go to our Facebook. You can Put go to our click
0: or a Twitter as well.
1: Our Twitter as well. Uh,
0: and I don't know why it's not coming up in searches, but I'm working on it.
1: Okay, and with our partner uh, T Public.
0: T-E-E, Public, yes.
1: Okay. All right. So, <laughs> The Crown, season two, episode two?
0: Yeah, this is a real uh, one plot episode. It's pretty pretty
1: straight ahead. Um, what's the name of this episode?
0: Oh, I, I had it.
1: Do you know it off the top of your head? I, I do not, but uh, according to my quick research on IMDb is A Company of Men.
0: A Company of, yeah.
1: You saw a movie called A Company of Men, haven't you? Didn't you?
0: I saw the monuments, man. <laughs> that's
1: what I'm thinking of. Okay, different kind of company. <laughs> Good old Hugh Bonneville and the and the, the bunch. But uh, yeah, I think that's one way to describe this episode. is, is a bunch of men. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is doing a, things. This is like a a boys' trip.
1: In the navy, but it's not the navy. It's a. It's the. It's the boys.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of. Is it the navy? Do it. It's like a, a no, the boat na- isn't, with a crew.
1: The navy is an uh, American thing.
0: I mean, a navy is a military in the sea. It's well, not you, exclusive to uh, the U.S.
1: Well, if you Google search the navy, it, United States Navy comes up first, and maybe that's because we live in America. Yeah, that's because we're in America. <laughs>
0: the British Royal Navy is a thing,
1: right? That, that's, oh, okay. Well, there, yeah. So it is a navy then. It it is the Royal Navy. I think is that that's the correct way we should refer to them.
0: Yeah, the boys.
1: <laughs> The boys of the Royal Navy. The red and white are their colors.
0: Yeah, the white they're wearing. They're wearing like shorts and and high socks, and they they, they seem s- very like leisurely for for naval uh, m- Navy men, seamen.
1: They look kind of like you know your dad probably looked like twenty years ago, chasing you around in the yard with the the high knee socks and the shorts and everything. <laughs> I yeah. think anyone's dad, some, something along those lines. Uh but they're 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 sailing around the world, you know Africa and everywhere, yeah, and uh Mike is uh, kind of the the voice for the the men he he's writing letters this uh, I
0: thought this was a really good intro,
1: yeah, walk us through it, Dave
0: so we see sort of a montage of what these guys are up to and it and it starts very kind of noble and regal, mm-hmm. and we see our boy Mike is writing a letter, yeah, and you're thinking like. This is this is, he's he's writing to his wife, telling yeah. him about the adventures. Something sweet. And then uh, we see it gets a little raunchy, and we cut to the the Thursday Club.
1: And and, and it's also not even just raunchy, but like a little boisterous in terms of talking about playing with the locals, like how they're like they show him getting in boxing matches over there, um, and then they they're playing cricket with them to, to get a get their win back. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, we see they play like a tug of war.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like a dream vacation for Prince Philip.
1: Just playing with the natives of wherever they are?
0: Screwing around, acting like an idiot.
1: Pretty pretty much. Just having a hoot and a a holler. Um, But is that what you would do, Dave, if you were sailing around the world, I guess? I guess that's what anyone would do if you were sailing around the world. Like,
0: hey, you over there, you want to play tug of war? Well, I mean, I've, sure. <laughs> we don't really know if he's been given some some list of things to do. We see when he goes to the Olympics, he has to deliver a uh, a mm-hmm. message, but they say in all these other countries, there's no press. It's just it's just people going to these commonwealths having fun and like it's a goodwill mission, right?
1: Yeah, you're essentially reminding them, hey, we're your royalty, by the way, and we're not that bad. We'll play games with you,
0: <laughs> and, and they get that done for sure. I mean, that's all yeah. they're doing,
1: right? But they're not doing any infidelity, according to Mike's letter. They're not doing any of that business.
0: Uh, but the, the people there, the, the women are, are I, he says it later, like the most beautiful women in the world? Is that the Tongan mm-hmm. women?
1: Yeah, the Tongan women, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also writes, 90% of officers would kill me if they knew what I was writing. And he signs off, ever your fellow member, Mike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not Michael, uh, Mike.
1: Just Mike, and I love that everyone's laughing at him in the in the restaurant or in the club. Everyone kind of knows they're as big of buffoons as their letters are, if not more.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like, oh, look at these boisterous men being being buffoons and, and but did, did all that you get the, fun
1: stuff. Did you get the sense that they're laughing with them or laughing at them?
0: I think they're they're laughing with them. They're kind of it's the, it's the boys' club. They're kind of like that's what our, our boys are out. there I don't think they're making fun of him.
1: I thought they were kind of laughing at them slightly, like uh 'cause I think the idea is that you know when Mike writes that there's no infidelity and stuff he I think they're reading that as earnestly, like oh, they think they're getting away with this, and no one notices when we clearly see through this and everyone else that they're out there having a good time, like they're not showing up and keeping up appearances really that well on their end
0: i I don't know i mean i i did I did a little research on on the Thursday Club, uh-huh, and we know already that they're a boisterous group of gentlemen. Yep. And it seems like this is just the nature of their their parties, anyway. <laughs> just I, mi- I, big well, make
1: they, big proclamations?
0: No, like like cheat on their wives. In a big mm-hmm. you know, solicit prostitutes and stuff like that. <laughs> and one Little of the club. things I found out was they were they were referring to um, women at after parties as like the Duchess of Blank and and the mar- Marchioness of this, mm-hmm. and and somebody this was from some biography of Prince Philip or something, and somebody said, oh, are these actually royal women? And they said, oh no, the, those are the bars they tend they they work at. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, and these are like high class people in this in the Thursday Club. I think the the show doesn't highlight just what kind of people they are, but they are these aren't slouch. I I think this is all. They know what's going on, and they're all in. It's like the okay. mission statement of the club that Prince Philip co-founded. Yeah. All right. With Mike.
1: <laughs> what's his middle name? John? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike John Parker. Uh, so, anyways, if Phil, at some point, he, he has to be- behave himself. And he gives a speech of, you know, how he's had the the best of times with these people, but, you know, it's got to come to an end for a little while. Uh, Yeah, a little
0: while is like a a day or two. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it it passes by in in no time. And and the way he gives that speech kind of reminded me of like the the Wolf of Wall Street, where he's like, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) 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 You you think we're going to stop this party? No, we got weeks and weeks to still go after
0: this. (laughs) Yeah, I got to go. Go talk to the Olympic people and
1: Melbourne.
0: Dude, the dead, I'll be back. <laughs> Heck
1: yeah! I ain't going anywhere. We're gonna grow our beards. <laughs> um, but in the backdrop of all of this, I mean, do we want to cut between stories or just kind of keep going with Phil?
0: Well, Phil is like most of the episode. So what? What? What backdrop are we talking about? Well, like or who? Suez. The Suez. Oh, the canal. Yeah, let's let's bang that out. It's easy peasy.
1: Uh. Well, I mean, Phil kind of says to himself, man, the this sweat this business is so depressing. <laughs> well, and, and how is it so depressing, Dave? They're losing. Not even just so much losing. They're just forfeiting. <laughs> they're just retreating.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, it doesn't help that your PM is a, a sick man who's nothing more than a junkie.
1: Yeah, he is only a junkie. <laughs> uh there's a bunch of protests going on. They, they feel that there's been some mistrust Mistrust happened. It's an, an illegal misadventure. Uh, and yeah, the Prime Minister, uh, he retreats the forces. And they, they say it's the worst week for the country since 1939. The economy has been drained. It's in ruins.
0: Yeah. It's not looking good.
1: No, peace, peace and consensus are, are gone. Reputation has damaged doesn't sound too far off from, from stuff we've been through, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> In our well, lifetime. Thank
0: God we have Prince Philip going around to all the Commonwealth countries and, and spreading spreading joy. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, but what is Anthony Eden telling his, his doctor?
0: What is he telling his doctor? What's his doctor telling him? Well, both. His doctor's he, telling him, he's, he's got to go to Jamaica. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so Anthony Eden, he, he comes to his doctor. He's like, I need something stronger. <laughs> And what is the cure for all the common colds and everything, Dave? He's
0: like, sunshine, tropical sunshine.
1: And they just actually hit play on a machine, and you just hear, come to Jamaica, and feel all right. Come, right. Oh, uh, so he goes, to, uh, he goes to Elizabeth to let her know, where's he going, Dave? He's going to Jamaica, baby. For two He's, weeks. He he's got a can of Red Stripe. He's already chugging it. <laughs> he he's halfway out the door. Oh, he's um, ready.
0: We see like the bot his his medicine cocktail is like a bunch of big colored bottles and stuff. He this he's a mess.
1: <laughs> and on top of that when he goes to Elizabeth for that final time. He's like shaking and sweating, <laughs> like visibly like a, a wreck.
0: And she's like, "We you know you're the PM. We we need you." And he's like, "I got I, I gotta go to Jamaica."
1: Yeah, he he says that uh, he wants to step down because he doesn't feel like he can do anymore. And as his doctor said, he's at the limit of human endurance. <laughs> Whatever that means exactly.
0: It's like they just keep sticking needles in his back and pumping him up with energy. And he's like, "All right." He's like a toy. <laughs> they wind him up a little bit, and then he's running low.
1: He's at his limits. Um, but he refers to you know saying he wants to leave her to handle leave whoever's next to handle the economic situation, to which she corrects him: economic crisis. <laughs> Come She's real to Jamaica. <laughs> um, yeah, she keeps it real with him. I, I like that she could, in a way that she wouldn't with like, um, or it took her time to get there with uh,
0: with, with Churchill. Yep. Well, that's um, uh, it's good, but uh, I don't. Eden, Eden's on borrowed time. <laughs> yeah, and my only dis-
1: I mean, borrowed time. He's already saying he wants to step down, so I, I don't know how much we're seeing him, uh, of him anymore. But the only disappointment I have is why build to this Suez Canal thing for multiple episodes, you know, showing Gamal Nasser and everything, and then they just kind of gloss over the war war like immediately. And I understand like they only have they only have so much time to cram things in there and stuff. But it's like. Could you show a little bit of that stuff going on? It's like last week, everything building up to it. And then this week, it's like, well, man, that was a disaster, wasn't
0: it? <laughs> well, remember, didn't they do the same kind of thing last season with the with um, Queen Elizabeth's Goodwill tour with mm-hmm. with uh, Margaret being sort of at the forefront at home and they, they downplay how much time that is and move history around to sort of make the narrative better?
1: Right. And, and like uh, Elizabeth comes home and her children haven't aged at all miraculously.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> how do you how do you end Season 1 with this thread of Nasser and we're not even fully through Episode 2, and it seems to be like we're yes, kind right. of closing in on the end of this arc,
1: if yeah. you will. It, it seems a little accelerated, if you ask me, but...
0: I mean, who's to say? I mean, I yeah. didn't... I looked up the history of the Gentlemen's Club, but not the Egyptian Revolution.
1: Right. And we're not under the pressure that the writer is to try and cope with the sixth season, you know? So, no, no. I mean, um, we're,
0: we'll bend to their will when it comes out. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be years from now, but.
1: We'll see. And Elizabeth yeah. openly, she openly uh, wonders what would uh, the doctor prescribe to the rest of them to heal up? Which is like, Dave, what, where do you think your doctor would pre- prescribe you to go travel to to get, get right?
0: To, to get them? right? Yeah. I don't think my, my doctor wouldn't be wouldn't prescribe me to go anywhere. <laughs> Say, stay, oh, stay really stay home.
1: So it sounds like you have a good doctor. <laughs> Bed rest. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good doctor. Well, if,
0: if if my insurance was like, I I need tropical sun, go to go to Jamaica. I would be like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a
1: strange experience that'd be like. Well I'm here. I guess I I need to feel better. I gotta now. lay
0: out, gotta get some SPF and then I'll yeah. be
1: good. So we'll see if there's any more Anthony Eden where, where this is going.
0: Uh, I, I don't know, though. He comes back with, like, novelty T-shirts from the airport. Yeah, he's got a tan and everything. Um, so what's going
1: on, though, in Melbourne, though, with Prince Phil?
0: Something interesting that I didn't see coming with this, with this woman, this interviewer. Helen King.
1: Uh, she's eyeing him up. And Mike is giving him the okey-doke, like, there's a woman looking at you, Right now, 5 o'clock, don't look, real quick, got it. okay. And
0: <laughs> um, Phil's like, yep, No. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, yeah,
1: scouted. So, so uh, Mike leads the, him to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, after a weird intro, and then we find out this woman's little flirty eyes are, are just an entryway to get into these real dark questions about Prince Philip's past that we have not had any teases about.
1: Yeah, I couldn't really read this woman because <laughs> she kind of kept like asking these serious questions and be like, "But you look great. I like you. By the way, what was it like growing up <laughs> with Nazis? <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay." Yeah,
0: and I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know any of this stuff was was true. So, it was, well, like, oh my goodness,
1: they do allude to it a little bit last year when they talk about. The scandal a little bit of Phil marrying Elizabeth, considering his family has Nazism in it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the fact that we don't know his, the the scale. His of it, mother yeah.
0: was institutionalized, and his dad ran away. He's essentially orphaned, right?
1: Yeah, and they they do the dramatic flashbacks of like black and white. You know, you know, it looks like he's being traumatized by having gone through all these experiences.
0: Yeah, so so you know he he goes and he he cheats on his wife a lot all over the world, and I then mean, they don't cons-
1: explicitly show it. I mean, they but yeah.
0: And then we see him in an interview having his brain destroyed by this Australian woman who was bringing up all these parts of his past when he thinks he's going to keep up his infidelity.
1: And it's funny because the conversation starts with her asking him to comment on the Suez Canal and he says it's not his place to do that, which is like, man, if only he asked that question, maybe the conversation would have gone a different direction.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think she had her sights set. Yeah. He should have yeah. just said no interviews. Would have been perfect. Could have gotten back on the boat. Gone to wrestle and in, in New Guinea or the Tonga wherever he wound up next. He,
1: he didn't even want to talk about his education or anything. You know he went to boarding school and uh, he didn't want to talk about it. But
0: uh yeah, he, he he was like um, he was like Birdman. <laughs> what he was which was like, Birdman? He was like put some respect on my name. <laughs> he's like, oh I okay. Yeah. Grand closing. He got up and he walked out.
1: <laughs> yeah, famous rapper Birdman, got throw respect on the name uh, because he's kind of like yeah, who do you think you're talking to here? <laughs> Um, but she's trying to make the case, like, people should get to know their leaders better, uh, especially ones that they can't throw out. They have no option to. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> which, which is great. Point. She she is flexing all over mm-hmm. Prince Philip. It's it's a lot. It's fun, though.
1: Yeah. And, and he chastises Mike as he walks out of the room, to, don't let my vanity get the better of me again.
0: Mike is like, <laughs> we'll see about that, dude.
1: It's kind of funny to think, because this is taking place in the 50s, so at this point Phil's like in his late 30s you'd think he would have tamed his like and out ways by that point a little bit
0: <laughs> well I think they kind of said he, he's not in a good place as we know he, he you uh, know, out in the ocean blue <laughs> well I mean emotionally and generally mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like you you get the sense when he makes that speech on the on the boat that he is a he's a man who has partied too long he's sort of like the old guy who shows up to the, like the frat reunion and he's like, "Hey, I can still drink with you guys," and they're like, "Cool, I guess," but you know, dude, it's kind of crazy.
1: Phil's still going.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's like bankrolling them, so he's yeah. the reason they're there. So they need to like kiss the kiss his feet,
1: kiss the ring. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, you know, they keep cross cutting with everything going swell over there, but maybe we should talk about what's going on back at home, though. Yeah. Because there's there's a certain bit of dramatic irony in how I, uh, Mike keeps writing about this trip and how everything you know the experiences they had in Melbourne they did their duty they they showed up they got out of there they they kept up the appearances and he's acting like everything's fine but he is completely unaware of what Eileen his wife is scheming against. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: she's she is she is scheming scheming scheming.
1: And when we say scheme, we mean just. Wanting a divorce, it's not nothing like devious or anything. Oh yeah, and and and
0: and as much as we play into the silliness of the the boys being boys, the locker room talk kind of Mm subplots, she is absolutely in the right in this situation. Oh, she
1: should definitely get divorced from this man. I understand, like in the 1950s, getting divorced is not looked down upon, you know, well, but gotta get out of that.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, and she goes to the. The Thursday club and and or ca- meets up with the waitress there
1: well because uh, as the um, as the lawyer that she goes to for a divorce he says you need some kind of evidence you can't just claim that he does, he's not around you know
0: yeah so so then she she tracks down this waitress who mm-hmm. much like uh, Churchill's assistant who dies in the smog episode mm. there's this sort of ominous waitress who clearly is eye rolling at the shenanigans going on in an earlier scene. Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, Eileen asks her, do you, do you know a mic? Now, whenever you <laughs> ask someone, do you know a mic? You're going to get a million responses. <laughs> like what do you expect? And so she asks her, do you know a mic? And she says, who Mike Jones? No, Mike Parker. Ah. And, oh, <laughs> cause Mike Jones is over there. Who? Uh. Um, yeah, and we also see intercuts of Martin's talking to someone. I don't, Martin's is talking to the lawyer, right? Or who's he talking to? Uh,
0: he was, ta- yeah, he was talking to so- somebody that we've seen before. I, I mean, I didn't like pause it to find out who mm-hmm. because I was into the episode. Yeah,
1: but they're monitoring this whole situation with what Eileen has kind of opened up with her case and the information that she's collecting and. It could blow back really hard on, on everyone there with the royalty, whatever she uncovers here.
0: Yo, yeah, oh yeah. It, it can.
1: Mm-hmm. But they
0: haven't told the queen yet. Yep. But we do see this scene where it's like the second letter reading scene where this boisterous man is talking about the exploits. This is the, the post-Tongan one. Yeah. And we just see this waitress, like, snipe it with her eyes. And then mm-hmm. Eileen's got it.
1: Come on, Eileen, you got you got to. You gotta, oh yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny because yeah, the lady hands her the letter, and then she walks away, and Eileen says thank you, and the woman's just mysteriously disappeared. Like, did she ever really exist?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like just like Churchill's assistant. She's gone. She's she's fiction. Maybe. She into the yeah. background. Or bust yeah. hit her.
1: So yeah, she's gone. Um, but you know, we'll see how that blows up next week. I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, and back I mean, to the boat. Back to the <laughs> boat. There's a uh, there's an SOS from a, a guy who who.
1: Well, before we get to the SOS, Mike has a proclamation. Whereas things are going bad for his wife, and she's trying to work against him. What's what's Mike want the boat to do? All the people on there to do? What kind of contest, Dave?
0: Was it the beard growing contest or afterwards? Yeah,
1: he wants to he wants to have a beard growing contest.
0: I did have to rewind that because I thought it was like when I'm gone, we're having a beer party. Yeah, no, he wants to like, grow. Be, okay, this this is funny because because Phil says don't drink all the beer and then says mm-hmm. beer con and I'll, so then a beard growing contest.
1: Yeah, it's so one for one summer, to...
0: it's an excuse to show some some like naval navy navy men butt. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're whipping towels and everything back there. This is just
0: it's it's not a locker room it's a boat.
1: Right, which is a weird thing. So it's like, you know, they say for the rules of this you have to shave completely to everyone so everyone's growing at the same rate. I don't think they indicated shave your whole body, which it seems like, you know, they have these men walking around with their butts out like, you know, were they shaving their whole body? Maybe.
0: Maybe. I mean, who knows? I was I wasn't thinking that deeply into it. Into
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh but it's kind of funny. You wonder if they saw this guy with a beard, Mike with a beard and they're like, "You know what? He, they should give him a beard because he has a he, he can grow a beard really well."
0: Maybe he was like, hey, guys, I, I got to go shoot this Julian Fellow show for Netflix next <laughs> month. Could you give me an excuse to just, like, not shave? And they're like, all right, we got you. I Have a beard growing contest. Okay, all right.
1: <laughs> there's, like, you know, some actors on set, like, I got a butt I want to show off I've been working on.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> cool, cool man. The nice,
1: <laughs> nice glutes. <laughs> yeah. Nice working out. Um, but, yeah, back to the, the, the SOS.
0: So there's a, a hurt man and, and a boat, but nowhere to nowhere to go or like i was a little confused and and it's a tongan man yeah so they're basically saying the captain of the ship is saying i'm the captain now and phil is saying look we it's our job we're the closest vessel we got to go help
1: right there's a discussion between um the britannia captain uh the the flag uh what the flag officer and phil and phil says no we got to deliver this guy back off at home taking him oh yeah that's
0: right after they already got him
1: yeah, because we're not going to go all the way, to Britain, and just dispose like just drop this guy off. That makes no sense. Would they say
0: drop him by in a nearby port? But the right. thing is, when when they say who he is and like what kind of person he is, they don't say he's a Tongan right away.
1: No, so and he doesn't like, quite oh, he, look it. <laughs> so th-
0: this guy, you're you're not given the the opportunity to know that he's not like a, an islander covered in tribal tattoos.
1: Yeah. Like they he's, show him he's quickly. He's
0: not from a kind of civilization where you can drop him off. But since they don't tell the audience that, I'm like, why is this guy not want to just go to like the nearest port? It's just like, oh, because yeah. he's from a primitive society. He's from a tribe.
1: Right. And and there's a there's a bit of a back and forth uh, between the flag officer and Phil where he's like, no, we're going home. We got we have a timeline to hit. You got to go. And Phil's like, we got enough fuel. We got days to burn. Let's let's go drop this guy off. And there's a bunch of flexing going back and forth because he's like, the flag officer's like, I have say on this. And then Phil's like, I'm the admiral of the Navy or whatever. I can do whatever I want or something.
0: Well, they go to Tonga.
1: They go to Tonga because it doesn't matter if you're the captain of the ship. He's royalty. Deal with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Tonga seems fun. Doesn't it? I mean. Doesn't it? Yeah. It does. It does seem it does seem more fun than uh, making a speech and getting interrogated about your your terrible parents and Nazi sisters. Yeah, it
1: sounds it looks like a rowdy time. It, I mean, but you do see you know a bunch of family together and everything. I think that kind of gets through to Phil a little bit, seeing like the people together.
0: Not enough though, because according to Mike, they they all get treated well by the the native women, well, the most that beautiful women Phil? in the world. I think so. You think? Absolutely, because oh yeah, because that scene that that first scene in episode one is to make us believe that Phil is some pillar of of morality. Yeah, but I mean, he's a he's a cheater. He's out. He's all around the world. But so
1: that kind of like leads to the next scene, though, where you know he has to give a speech on on Christmas. He's
0: absolutely guilty, but that doesn't mean he's not a a bad boy, right?
1: No, oh, no, I'm not absolving him of anything he did, but I don't know if he did anything in Tonga there because I feel like he's already starting to come around. I think that's what it's supposed to be there a little bit.
0: I mean, I guess we'll see. I, because I,
1: why else give a speech where he kind of puts out the sliver of hope there, you know, for him and Elizabeth about family? He's got to
0: talk to the world. It's not like he's talking to one person. It's true. Even though Elizabeth in her Christmas speech says, Hey, Phil, we we miss you. We'll be waiting for you wherever you are. Yeah. What I does do Phil think says? he what did Phil, Phil say
1: yeah I they're didn't t- I
0: didn't take down any quotes from that
1: they're men together but they stand alone yeah alright <laughs> uh, and yeah Elizabeth says the United family is waiting for Phil wherever he is
0: yeah but, but they're in, they're s- in Antarctica right was that where they ended uh, the episode some, somewhere
1: close somewhere closer because they say Antarctica is non-north is what Elizabeth says great education on her part you know
0: Hey, we saw her special education with the crow.
1: <laughs> she learned what she could. <laughs> uh, but you do see, like, Elizabeth's smile perk up when he says they're, you know, standing alone still.
0: I mean, I think we're, we're going to see this scene from the last episode at some point, so the but, water uh, yeah. is not clear. But no, it's definitely I do not. S- we, I think Philip is coming around in his age to, to not be in such a playboy. Right.
1: And the, the other thing, too, is, like, the reason... You know why she even says you know the family's willing to wait for him anywhere is because the speech connects to her. You know she writes that and mm-hmm. has herself say that. Um. But yeah, well, you know, the episode does end with Phil saying he's homesick.
0: That's true. He want he wants so, to see his his children. He's done with this party.
1: So I guess like an old man showing up to a party, he, he he's had enough.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you you've been to uh, we both have been to like to Magfest, a 4-day video game convention. Yeah. By the end of day 3, you're like, I could go home. <laughs> or mm-hmm. by the end of day 2, you're like, I could I could be done with this tomorrow if I was asked.
1: And on that Tongan island, they're there for 3 days and they have to tear themselves away, uh, Mike's described. So it's kind of similar to our our, our you know, <laughs> extracurricular activities sometimes, I guess, but not not as uh, you know.
0: Yeah, there's not just, like families and tribes and and Yeah, we're not bringing up families, whatever right? uh, <laughs> You know, homemade alcohol they have.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, but that pretty much is the whole plot of the episode.
0: Yeah, it is. It is really sort of a one plot episode. It's the A is the boat, and then the B is the the divorce, and then the C is Anthony Eden. Really.
1: Yeah, and we do see the guy from last week. The the admiral. The admiral. Uh, Yeah, we see him
0: sort of with the scene where. Philip tries to call home, mm-hmm. and he, you know, Can't get can through. you hear me now? Situation, and then he just hangs up and says, "I'm going to go back to the boys."
1: Yeah, and he, he he also recognizes all the the stuff going on with the pri- prime minister, and uh, man, he, he he. So he's there. We don't we don't know exactly what his bigger role is that he's going to play yet, but he, he's there. The admiral. Yeah,
0: yeah, and he's he's good. I like he he is a good injection in this episode for his one scene.
1: Yeah, and we do also see um, Elizabeth's mom uh, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, she's in a while. there too. Uh, she keeps looking younger every time they show her. I feel like on this show, <laughs> they can't it's hide fun- that she's not that old.
0: <laughs> it's funny because the the thumbnail on Netflix is the next season's Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. For me, anyway, and uh, on, at passing glance, she looks just like the Queen Mother, and I'm like, why is she the? Why wouldn't you put Claire Foy And It's like, oh, wait, because she's not the current queen. So good casting on the Crown's yeah. part going well, forward. Uh,
1: Olivia, Olivia Coleman, I believe, is her in season three. So hmm. psyched about that. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, Dave, was this a good episode?
0: It was It was an enjoyable episode. I don't you think were about it packed to say as it was much. I <laughs> didn't pack as much of an emotional gut punch as last week. But it did... Uh, it did move things forward, and, and sometimes it's good to have an episode that's about one thing, even if that one thing yeah. is, like, kind of Despicable Men. This is not a good it's episode in 2020. Sure.
1: I I think as long as you got this boy Mike on there, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with it. I'm, I'm entertained.
0: Well, I'm into Mike, Mike is <laughs> a... I'd say his, his character might be... Character meaning his personality and his... Moral compass might be better in the English game than in this show, and he's not a great character in that. He doesn't have no. a great character there either. This
1: guy's just good at being a uh, playing a dirtbag. Yeah. So, uh, but it's kind of funny, you know. He has that moment with uh, Phil on the boat where Phil's saying he's homesick, and he's kind of there for his friend in the moment. And he's like, "All right, bye," and he just walks off <laughs> away from him. Which he seems
0: right. perfectly content not being around his yeah wife.
1: Yep. So on that note, I think we get to the power rankings.
0: Sure. This is a well, weird going? episode for power rankings because yeah, there's, not, there's really not much going on.
1: No. So who's who's down, Dave?
0: I have Queen Elizabeth okay. going number three because she really is just a background character in this episode. Her husband is out, and we know that she's aware of his uh, his tomfoolery or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. So she is a. Uh, she doesn't really win or lose. Eden's kind of on the on the fence, and her husband is out there. And yeah, that's why she's you know, not in any of my rankings.
1: <laughs> she just doesn't do anything.
0: There's not enough moving parts in this episode for me to not include her. <laughs> well, who do yeah. you have on? The, who's your number three then?
1: The the flag officer of the Britannia, the captain. <laughs> he loses on a flex off to Phil, <laughs> so they that's have a to good, turn the boat around.
0: That's a flex off to lose though. That is the flex-off to lose.
1: It seemed like he wanted to win, though, because he really came in over the top saying, like, I don't care who you are. I'm the captain.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Didn't matter. He lost.
0: And number two, I have the Thursday Club.
1: Wow. Okay. You know, the entire the, club?
0: The, the 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 men that are in the room together telling tales of exploits because mm-hmm. this weight, you know, they think this is some closed-door hush-hush situation where they could do whatever they want, and... I don't know how true this narrative is, but this waitress just got in there, got their secrets, and the government is aware of this because of the Thursday Club. It's true. So yeah. congratulations, boys. You you played yourself.
1: Maybe the Friday Club soon enough, and then maybe the Saturday Club, and then maybe No More Days Club. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so who do well, you got at number two? I got Anthony Eden, man. He's <laughs> a mess. <laughs> they needed to get him out of there uh you can almost see like uh, some kind of bus coming along just put him on there and just like ship him away so uh and he A also lost tugboat. the board. yeah yeah exactly like you you, you tried and you, you lost man you, you you missed your shot so bye Anthony Eden. That thanks for pretty. coming yep plate yourself
0: well at the bottom i got i got phil really yeah he uh If you were to judge the episode purely on the good times of this boat ride, he would Mm -hmm. be going up. But we see some moments here where Phil is is regretting these decisions that he's making. He is well aware when he revisits this note from his wife that she knows what he's been up to. He has this interview where this woman that he thinks he's just going to hook up with opens up this can of whoop-ass on him and Mm -hmm. says, your past is, is questionable. So... Phil has put through it.
1: That's fair. That is fair. Well, I got his boy Mike at number one going down. Then okay, <laughs> he, he is looking like a clown uh, to everyone all around. Like I don't I don't buy that the Thursday Club is like totally buying into his stories. I think they they see through a little bit, or they just don't. I, I that's where I stand. Also, I don't think uh, it's gonna go well with Eileen. She's got the dirt on him. T- okay. Time is coming up coming up short for him.
0: All right, that's fair. Well, yeah. going up number three, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't know what his wife is doing. <laughs> it's Mike.
1: Really? Well, my number three is Phil <laughs> going up. <laughs> so flip it, reverse it. There, there you have it. <laughs>
0: he's he's just enjoying his time on the sea. We can see we see it last episode. What does he say? It is it, who who wants to live in an institution? Marriage is an mm-hmm. institution. My, Mike is Mike is at his best when he is being a no good. Bad influence, friend, and sure. he—he's d- none the wiser that his letters are going to his wife.
1: That's fair. Oh well, well, I mean, I got Phil at number three because a he's having a time of his life as well, and I think he's getting away with it a little bit more than, than Mike is. You know, he—he he got Elizabeth to smile at the end of the episode. That's a huge win. he Got <laughs> out of that disastrous interview, and then he saved the Tonga man's life. So then he flexed on the, the captain. So Phil got a little bit of juice going for him.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, number number two I got Eileen okay because this is a tough pill to have to swallow mm-hmm. considering who her husband is but she makes the decision for herself and her family to go get a divorce and she does the work to get the dirt to get to get a uh, Mike
1: yeah absolutely well number two I got Tongan man. <laughs> I mean, the odds of this guy being found out you in got the water.
0: Umaga?
1: Yeah, Umaga, Umaga there. Uh, the odds of him being found, and then the odds that Phil would take the pity to like return this man home and then hang out for a few days. This guy is going to be a legend in Tonga, okay? He brought the royalty with him to come hang
0: out for a few days after being is, lost at sea. Who is Haku is the big Tongan wrestler, so this guy could be yeah. like Haku's grandfather. Yeah, so good for that guy,
1: all right? He's a legend there. Don't well, know his know, name.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tongan man. Well, what was that HBO matter. show like, T- Tommy from Tonga or something that like nobody watched? I don't know that one. <laughs> it was on for like a couple seasons, but you know, mm-hmm. r- irrelevant. Well, yeah. speaking of island vacations, my number one is off to Jamaica. I think. In the sun?
1: <laughs> Come to Jamaica. Man. How, how, how many times right.
0: do people go on vacation and they go? Just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> rarely, very
1: rarely. <laughs> Hello, that's, nurse. That's, yeah. that's
0: what. That's what Anthony Eden's about to put his feet up, have a have a cold drink. Pina colada. Them, you know, babe in one arm, bruski in the other. <laughs> He's just a child of Mother Nature.
1: <laughs> that he is. That he is, Anthony Eden. So, uh, yeah, kudos to <laughs> him his uh, his early retirement. Um. Well, I got Eileen Parker at number one. She did the work. Oh, she, she's okay, going to get yeah, divorced, that's voice. You know,
0: not a, not a not a happy number one, but a necessary number one.
1: She may be needing a trip to uh to Jamaica soon enough, though. So yeah, we'll see about that, that. That would be a great like
0: post-credit scene at the end of the season of just like them toasting glasses together. <laughs>
1: we got out of it, <laughs>
0: drinking out that, of coconuts that, or something like that.
1: Yeah, that that's actually the moral of the season. They got out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, why not?
1: Yeah. So uh, it's funny, kind of theoretically we could have put number one down just England because they had the worst week since 1939.
0: That's true. Uh, I, I, wouldn't think that. I, I wasn't even Thursday thinking about that. I wasn't even thinking about that too.
1: It, but it's, it's such on the back burner how bad England is doing right now. It's like oh, or the UK. It's like well, all right. Well, you know, they'll get better. We know from history <laughs> they'll get better. <laughs>
0: yeah, and and I, I'm sure the rest of the season we'll touch on that sort of yeah insecurity or the unease in the country. Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Well, that, that's The Crown this week. Uh,
0: yeah, that was, that was a quick one. Yeah, 45, you know, we did all right. <laughs> with a one-story with with one, one story plot, it's pretty easy to get through.
1: Yeah. Well, why don't we just go on to what we usually have been doing here. But What are you watching, Dave? Any other stuff that's out there?
0: Let me... Uh, I watched Palm Springs, the Hulu movie with Andy Samberg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. It was all right. Yeah, I mean... I think it, it tries to be a little loftier than than its cast is. I wanted to, to be a no little disrespect f-
1: yeah, I wanted to be a little funnier. I thought like it did everything fine It just didn't make me laugh out loud much.
0: Yeah, It I was agree. charming though. Yeah. It was it was worth watching. It's it's mm-hmm. we're in quarantine. Watch, you yeah, know, watch whatever. Um, what else did I? What else have I watched? Um, uh, I started the Circle France and watched oh, two yeah. episodes of that.
1: Big fans of the Circle here.
0: <laughs> Not, it hasn't yet touched to the American or the Brazilian one, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. holding out hope. It's quarantine. Okay. I can I can ride it, ride yeah. it out. What about yeah. you?
1: Well, I watched that, that Eurovision movie with Will Ferrell on Netflix it's, and Dan Stevens of uh, Down. Oh Abbey. yeah, that's
0: right. We didn't. I, I watched that a couple of weeks ago on the recommendation of Estelle, our, mm-hmm. our our friend from Australia, who's a big Eurovision fan. Yeah. What did you think uh, of the movie?
1: As much as Europe is a big fan, I guess uh, it was good. I didn't mind it. It was, it was a little long, but...
0: It's a lot long. It's about half an yeah. hour too long.
1: Well, I, I, bro- I broke it in half in terms of watching it. Dan Stevens, great. he's great in it. He is so oh, he's,
0: good. Oh, it, cha- it changes your, your way of, of looking at Dan Stevens.
1: And we'll talk about that in a second, but, I, I, I mean, compared to Palm Springs, it, Palm Springs, it made me laugh more, which makes it more digestible for me to watch it for two hours. Like, there was
0: just enough to make me laugh. <laughs> it, you know what it reminded... I think if you want to just talk pure Will Ferrell... Mm-hmm. It was like um, Blades of Glory Yeah The ice skating movie Where it's like It's not the best Low But in, a, in, in 10 years Kanye West is gonna sample it In, in a song
1: Yeah For sure But just Going back to Dan Stevens though It's kind of funny to think After Down Abbey He has all the The juice Going for him He can go any direction I think we've talked about this before He goes and makes us a guest That's a movie we, we love We recommend it It's good <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Beauty, and he, he, Beauty and the Beast Beauty and the Beast but then he goes and does Legion, which doesn't really quite take off as expected on FX, and I, and I watched a season and a half, and it's a labyrinth plot that's nearly indecipherable. And even reading how the show wrapped up, it seems like the l- viewers didn't even know what the plot was anymore. But uh, it just seems like he's like a little bit floating out there in Hollywood, where whenever he appears, he, he's great in whatever bit role he has. But it's just, I feel like there's just so much more untapped potential there.
0: And he's definitely there to pop the room. He's not like yeah. They don't bring him into Eurovision as a no-name. They bring him in as that guy from Downton Abbey who who you all have this sort of image of to then mm-hmm. have him be, like, overly sexual and, and you know, boisterous, big voice kind of yeah, thing. over the top. He's playing off-character on purpose. He's like every comedy John Hamm is in kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I, I just feel like whenever he plays the lead in these movies, those movies just don't get their proper notice, and then he just ends up doing the side work in a lot of more well-seen movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is he like the British Army Hammer?
1: That's not that bad of an analogy. But I think he's, he's more talented. Much better actor than Army okay. Hammer Okay, okay. Yeah. But uh.
0: Anything else?
1: Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix has been creeping me out.
0: <laughs> Between Unsolved Mysteries and... Uh, what's this supermarket show? That from the 80s oh, I don't and know. 90s. That like supermarket uh, game show that's on oh, yeah, yeah Sweep or something like that? People yeah, are, yeah. Like, we're at the stage of quarantine where we're just getting shots of nostalgia. They're just like throwing throwing well, the things the weird thing all about away.
1: unsolved mysteries, this is it's not really a nostalgia aside from the music, and mm-hmm. you know they don't they don't have Robert Stack because he passed away, but that music is still creepy. And when the whole episode is around people who go missing and stuff that happens, it feels even creepier with that music. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: is it but, worth watching though?
1: Yeah, as someone who's self admittedly not into true crime, really, I don't enjoy it unless it's like has interesting characters. Uh, I do like that it just breaks it down to one episode that you can digest and be like, man, that's messed up, and then move on. Like, I don't need a 5, 10-episode podcast stringing out for 10 hours or anything. That's like true. That. That's it, true. Give me 45 minutes, 50 minutes of well-told stuff with a creepy piano line. Good. It hits the spot.
0: <laughs> but I think we can both agree there's one thing we would recommend watching this weekend.
1: What's that? Oh, oh, is it uh, The horror oh, ho, Show? Poor,
0: oh, poor oho. <laughs> eye for an eye.
1: Absolutely. Dave, are you all in on
0: this match? I mean, I'm as all in as anyone who doesn't watch studio wrestling currently, but we talked about it last week. Did we talk? Yeah, we did talk about it we last did. week, right? Yeah. Uh, Double header, Lord them recommendations for pro wrestling this weekend because not only do we have the junkie Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus in a rematch, I believe mm-hmm. we have eye for an eye.
1: Yeah, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins <laughs> Where if Rey Mysterio loses He will be blind Because both of his eyes will have been taken from him
0: <laughs> This is so stupid <laughs> But it's uh, like the most re- refreshing part of the quarantine Is just that wrestling is still going full speed ahead
1: Makes no sense, but I'm delighted by it
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, what? The NBA is about to move into Disney World so They are there I mean, They're already there in the bubble and, and we've seen the UFC had COVID cases when they... Have Fight Island. Literally an island called fight, fight Island. island is there. Yeah. But like we know WWE has had some controversy over a COVID breakout. But I'm not, a, I'm, not I'm not opposed to looking the other way, knowing I that mean, they're doing testing now. Who are we think, to
1: be critical when we're doing a small-scale bachelor party in a few weeks where we're going to be essentially in our own bubble? <laughs> that's true. So I mean, we just don't want, want anybody re-judge. coming into the bubble. Exactly can't have anyone penetrate the bubble there.
0: That would be, why not do like a COVID vaccine on a pole match? Get the wrestlers That's who have n- the virus
1: tasteless, <laughs> man. That would be so tasteless.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess with the death count so high, that is really,
1: it's not, yeah, not a joking matter. So on that note, follow on us. that note.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. Watch what it, what is it? It's extreme rules. And then Seth Rollins is the horror show, right? Is the whole yeah. show the horror show?
1: H O R R O. It's going
0: to be a Bayou match too
1: A match in the Bayou? Yeah the <laughs> well, All right Between
0: Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman
1: I, I think that's all people need to know Is that there's going to be a brawl in the Bayou They don't need to know anything else about that
0: I think of all these cinematic matches we've seen A Bayou And, and getting Braun Strowman out there That's I think we might be in, in for a real treat on Sunday
1: Get you a little heaping dose of gumbo and sit down and watch it. It'll be a fun time. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. And out <laughs> and
0: and some alcohol to some, if you're a junkie.
1: If you're a junkie, only if you are one.
0: Yeah, on, only that. Only Anthony Eden's gonna be sitting in Jamaica with his margarita, watching the horror show. Eye for an eye. Yeah. And yeah. So, so on, on that, that note, though, know, Twitter. Fire merch. That's Facebook. A, that's number one now.
1: T public. Lord's Grantham.
0: Buy the merch. And uh, Instagram take some, we're on. Take some, take some photos. Instagram, yeah.
1: Leave us some good reviews on iTunes if you if you wish. Otherwise, yeah, buy the merch and then take pictures or burn it, whatever you so choose.
0: Yeah, and uh, let us know if you watch Downton on Peacock because we want to know what you think.
1: Yeah, should we watch with ad breaks or not? <laughs> Do you wish to submit us to that <laughs> kind of torture?
0: Yeah, we'll just review the ads. Yeah,
1: that, that alone.
0: All right, All right so... Well, On that note, we'll see you for more Crown next week.
1: Yeah.